Hi guys, and welcome to the Steel and Velvet podcast. My name is Nash, and this is Macy. Um, we're very happy to come to you guys um, and just kind of get this started. Um, it's kind of been something that her and I've always wanted to do um, since. What would you say, like? <laughs> like month two or three. Month two or three, yeah. It, it's been pretty early on. Like we've always listened to podcasts together. Um, whether that was, you know, for our relationship or for our relationship with the Lord or just like, you know, funnier ones, um, tends to be what we listen to in the car rather than music, uh, which may not always be a good thing. You know, we could be listening to worship music, but, um, we are officially starting our own. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Any thoughts? I've had a reminder on my phone for about a year saying <clears throat> podcast ideas for a straight year and I just set the timer over and over so it's cool to finally be doing it yeah life has definitely gotten a little bit busy but it honestly has been um, something that we feel can be like a creative outlet especially for you because you're very creative in that way so I know, I know we're happy to kind of get this going and I don't think we expect much from it other than just um, you know we felt like it was something God was kind of pushing us to do in a way, um, because it just kept coming back as, you know, something that we wanted to do. Um, There's also not a lot of just, like, Christian couples. There are some, but not a lot. Yeah. So why not just be one more? Not as much as there are any other podcast on, on the platform, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think for kind of, like, how it started, I think we were just... Um, talking about, you know, what we're seeing in culture today with Christians and especially in, like, younger couples. And uh, our main focus is definitely, like, what we want to do or, or how we can help other people or at least just share our story as far as what we've learned in our relationship. And we definitely have a bunch to go. Um, we're getting married in October, so that'll be a whole new journey as far as um, the relationship goes. But there's a lot that we learned um, and a lot that both of us had to get over in a relationship. Um, and that's not going to be all of it. We'll definitely go into, you know, other aspects, probably dive into scripture and it might not always be at least human relationship based. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just, you know, something that we'd want to do. And if it's a way that we can minister to other people, I think it's a really cool outlet for it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, what, what do you hope for this podcast? I hope that, hmm, I hope that I have like a couple podcasts that I listen to pretty consistently and they're really sound people and I just don't think there's a lot of that out there. Not to toot our own horn, but I feel like we have a good understanding of the Bible and what it calls us to do. And I would like to help other people realize that as well. And want to, especially in relationships with our age, I'm 22 and Nash is 21. So Cougar. there's a very different, there's a very different demographic, like um, a different worldview, I guess, for relationships. And yeah. I think it's definitely impacting our friends and just people we know even in the church so to give a different perspective 
uh, from a young couple, I feel like is not super common. And I feel like it'd be really good to share yeah. that and just relationally, because I think you're smart when it comes to theology and all that. That's so true. Um, I think, yeah, we have a good understanding of scripture, but we're definitely going to be working at it and always getting better. Um, but there's a lot of people in culture telling our generation what a healthy relationship looks like and things that you can do to have a healthy relationship or honestly things that you can do to better yourself and what Mm -hmm. a healthy lifestyle looks like for yourself um and so i think it's those kind of things that um i think it worries not only us but i think anybody who is in you know christianity today and in the church today um seeing the way that culture is with our age and just this view of relationships. Um, I think of even just like gender standards. Like. Alrighty. Sorry. We're what? going there. Sorry. No, no. I'm just saying like. what? Oh goodness gracious. Our roles as like women or our roles as men. And how it's just kind of like strayed a lot from the Bible. Hence the name Steel and Velvet. Because men are typically more of the steel. Well, okay, this is actually in reference to how men should both have steel and velvet, yes. correct? From so this book? is based on the book, honestly, I can't <clears throat> it's remember. It's not based on the book. The name is based on the book. What? The name is based on the book, not the, what the podcast is about, right? Oh, yeah, but, yeah, the name is based on the book. Um, Man of Steel and Velvet is what it's called, and I've read it a couple of times, and it's helped me a lot. Well, you're not a man, so I don't think you have to. <laughs> but it is about the balance of us as guys. We have a steel side, which I think a lot of guys can immediately see. And a lot of girls can immediately see. But for some reason, that velvet side to us that you either have to develop or you have it and you push it down. Like for me, I think I pushed mine down. Um, and as we got into a relationship, she kind of... It's been different throughout the relationship, too. It just depends on the season you're in. Yeah. And I think she, when we were first dating, you asked for that velvet side. Because I think there's times where I tried to be too tough. Because I thought that's what I had to be. Um, But that looked like me not sharing any kind of feelings. And that building resentments. Or (laughs) me getting insecure and not knowing what you're feeling. Or just shutting down. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't just apply to a man. Um, I think it applies to... Christians and how we're called to live our lives to where there's a lot of times in scripture we're called to stand firm and hold firm for scripture and to be strong but you look at Jesus and he had a very valid side but he also had the strong side so I think you know we're supposed to model after Jesus you look at him he definitely had a steel and velvet side Um, I think when you have that view on your relationship on yourself or on your your faith most importantly I think that changes how you react to anything and how you do anything. At least that's what I've seen is it's when I have that in mind um, and I really focus on that and I pray about that and ask that God would help me to live that way. It helps me in many situations to where there's times where, um, you know, if you need me to be strong, I feel like I know when I need to be strong or if there's times where I need to share and I need to share my emotions, I think, um, you know, I know when to do that. I'm not perfect at it in any okay. kind of way. You're okay when I bring it up. I'm like, mm, give, I need a little bit more. Or I need to yeah. tell me how you're feeling. It's not yeah. as much of a battle now. And that definitely would not have been 
the, the case, case early on. I probably would have been offended by that early on because I would have thought that, I don't, I don't know, it would have hurt, hurt my ego. Um, yeah. But so that's the name. Steel and Velvet. That is the name. Um, and I think that's the intention is to hopefully open it up other people's you know minds to that view um on scripture and how we're supposed to you know do our walk in in our relationship with jesus and with a relationship with your spouse your girlfriend or your friends um because it comes back to boundaries too to where you know there's times where you need to have strong boundaries or whatever it may be um it really affects every situation in, in uh in my opinion uh, and so we may have to jump into the book at some point and talk over some of that. Or I'm sure people have some takes on scripture in that way. Um, but I think Macy is excited for this part. Um, but she, we, we want to talk about how we met, I guess, to start off our first episode. Yeah. Um, we set our intentions and the name and all that stuff. But my name is Macy. I am 22 years old. <coughs> From She's a year older than me. In five days, so two years older than you for five days. Anyway, I am from Florida basically my whole life. I was born in Maryland, but I've lived here. So I've been here for my whole life. Nash moved here. I don't know why I'm going into like our birth stories. Anyway, we met two or years ago. Our origin stories, as Macy said. Anyway. In a couple of clips before, before we started this, our origin story. Not a relationship story. Cut that out. Origin story. Cut like that out. Like we're Superman and Lois. Nope. Anyway, he and I met two years ago at our church summer camp. We were both volunteering for our high school and middle school camp. And long story short, I had been in Tennessee living with my sister. I have two sisters. So I lived with one sister in Tennessee for a little less than a year. And then my other sister came up and visited with her now husband. And that now husband told me that he would see me with this guy, Nash, who's new to Discovery. And then he showed me a picture and I was like, oh, heck no. Uh, not, I just, I don't know. It, I love hearing that. It, makes me it so was also happy. a picture of you when you were like 16. So you can see my, you don't have very many pictures on your Instagram. So apparently I was ugly. At no, that's not what I'm saying. But you had a baby face. Anyway. So he showed me a picture of Nash and I was like, just obviously, yeah, we went into that. And, <laughs> um, oh, I'm lost. Uh, so then after that, I think like two months later, that's when I met you in person at camp and you were so quiet and so reserved. And I thought I was pretty funny landing a ton of jokes and I didn't get a single laugh. <laughs> The entire week or two that we were there, I feel like, oh, it was so hard. It was like pulling teeth to try to get you to laugh. Come two months after camp, so camp was in July, and then September 6th, you slid into my DMs, and, oh gosh, um, he, I put like a Devo on my story, and he swiped up and put a hundred emoji on Come my on. story. That's pretty good. Uh... And so we started talking from there. And we talked for about a, a month, a little more than a month. Like a month and a half, I think. Because then he asked me out first date, 
both of us have ever been on. But the first date both of us have ever had ever been on, and first boyfriend girlfriend, first kiss everything. Not first kiss then, but any that didn't need to be said. But anyway, <laughs> we did have our first kiss two weeks after the date on Halloween. That's true. On Halloween. On Halloween, it was a sweet treat. Okay. You could say. Anyway, that was so cringy. Mac, um, Max is behind the camera. He's <laughs> cringing right now. So. We started dating October 16th, and it is now May... 21st. 21st? Yeah, it was off the top of my head. I didn't look at no, my watch No, it's the 20th, is all. it not? Today's the 21st? Oh, okay. So we've been dating for a year and seven months as of the 16th. Uh, and then he proposed... Whoa. <laughs> that was not English. He proposed to me on December 16th at our one year, two months. And we're getting married... Four days after our two-year anniversary. That's our origin, <laughs> in case you wanted to know our origin story. Origin? Uh. Um, so, I guess I can kind of explain it from my side if that's okay. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Um, so, we had just left a church uh, that we were very close to um, and had a lot of community there. Um, and we came to Discovery, and I think we came in February, and I started serving in the student ministry in May, and then camp was in July, so I kind of got thrown into all that, but it was very exciting, a um, bunch of new people to meet, and I am 100% an introvert, so... I am naturally not an introvert, If you can't tell. Um, Sanguine Flatman. Saying the flagmat. Yeah. If you haven't done that test, I don't even remember what it's called. Um, but anyway, so I went there. <clears throat> I knew a couple of people and that I was close to, so I could like talk to them while I was there. Um, but Macy was not one of them. So I had met her. <laughs> Did you at know camp. that? I she claims she claims that we met before going into camp at like this little like training thing or whatever. And I don't remember no, that. I wasn't there. Or whatever. The you day said. we drove to camp when we all met at the main campus. She apparently says we met. I don't. We remember have a that. picture together, but we I don't remember meet. meeting you. Okay, we literally have a picture in a group. But I don't remember meeting you. Okay, keep going. Sorry, I have to be right. Um, that was a joke. I don't have to be right. First episode, I expect you guys to know our jokes. Um, that's probably really loud in the mic too. I gotta be careful. Whoa. Oh no. Um, he can cut it out. <laughs> He probably won't, but he can cut it out. Um, so anyway, so I went to camp, and it was a long week, because I did high school and middle school, and I think you came... I did high school and middle school. Okay. Um, I, I did, and then I left in between, because my sister had to go take a test. Yeah, so she did... College. So she did high school and middle school, um, and it was a long week. I hadn't done anything like that. Um, I hadn't served at a church camp before, and led like a small group before at a church camp. Um, so I was a little drained and honestly, I don't remember Macy's jokes, so I can't tell you if they were funny or not, but there was one point, can I say it really quick? Yeah. There was one point they asked us to go and like help clean up. Like we have like rec games that we had like recreational games that the kids had been playing oh. church, all day. Camp games. Yeah. It's a church camp. Oh, we said we we're at church anyway. Mm, okay. Um, but they had asked who want like does anybody want to come help us like pick it up and it was nighttime 
And so I think there was like six of us sitting in the back of a pickup truck. And we drove past Nash, who was trying to walk to his cabin, I think, to go to sleep or something. Because it was like 11 o'clock. Probably, yeah. And he... Now I know it's just his, like, serving character, but he just didn't say no, and he got on, and he was, like, holding on to the back of the pickup truck. Like like a horse. It, yeah, it was so it was so weird, and I was, like, me and my friend were trying to uh, joke around with him, and, like, I don't know, we were, I thought we were pretty funny, but probably not, honestly. Uh, he was stoic and just staring forward and just not... I did acknowledge them. I didn't just not say anything to them. That's what you make it sound like. No, I'm just saying he didn't laugh at my jokes. But that's the whole thing. I need... That was... It was literally the last day of the five <laughs> days that I was there. So you can think... But now you think I'm the funniest person alive, right? I do. Mm-hmm. There's not a funnier person than you. Thank and I mean you. that, honestly. I do think you're the oh. funniest person I know. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I... I, I didn't laugh at her jokes. I had a great time at camp, though. Um, I did think she was cute. I do want to note that. I did think she was cute. I just didn't talk to her a ton. But I also heard that she lived in Tennessee, so... Excuses. It's not an excuse. It's a valid excuse, actually. So it is an excuse. Distance shouldn't matter. So, I was also at a place where I was very okay with being single. I didn't feel like the Lord was calling me to do that. So I felt like by hearing that, it was... I was too. I just need to get that in there. I don't think she was. Um, um, maybe not. <laughs> I was okay being single. I was not looking at all. But I thought she was cute. But then I heard she lived in Tennessee. So I was like, ah, not going to really pursue that. I think that's <laughs> kind of a sign that I probably should not. Um, until. I think I moved home a month after. Like a month later. Not and I saw her at like, we were at this like. No, game. 10 days. It was 10 days after. Sorry. It was very short. And we were at like this game night. And I saw her. They were like, what the heck? Like, I thought she was in Tennessee. So then. My thinking kind of changed, um, and I kind of started pursuing and dropping little hints here and there. And uh, did you also just? Get I thought Max something happened with the camera, so we got scared, huh? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so we were at this game night, and I was trying to drop hints and stuff. But then after that, I think I slowly was. Sliding into the DMs, reacting to stories. I would show up to Top Golf just because I was. It was a very broad invite, and I jumped on any opportunity to because come. Because I was there. Mm. She wanted to see my swing, oh, so. Gosh. Um, yeah. That's how we met. That that's how we met, and then we started talking, and I did in fact drop a one hundred emoji to. <laughs> One of her, like, devotion times that she posted on her Instagram. It's just crazy what, like, we would text till, like, four in the morning. Just, like... Paragraphs. Like, journal entries. I would be at, like, my internship that I had at the time, and I remember, like, I would get a message that was, like, I... Pretty tall. That's all, I guess. Yeah. Like, you think, like, an iPhone's length? Like that. It was literally our It takes ten minutes to type out. Yeah. We were interested in each other for sure. Yeah. Definitely don't text like that anymore, but that's okay. <laughs> it's pretty short. It's also because we see each other like almost all the almost time. Almost yeah. every day. Not every day. We keep a day in between. But anyway, that's for another episode or something. Um, but yeah, so then after the 100 emoji, she was sold. Um, and uh, yeah, then we were at a Miller's Ale House and I asked her if she wanted to go get coffee. 
Oh, the that's next, right. The next Sunday. So. I excuse myself to go to the bathroom, and then I remember just, like, freaking out. I think I texted my sister or my mom or something. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking out. So, First if you ever want to ask her to grow up, go to... Miller's Ale House. Miller's Ale House and ask her to go to Starbucks with you. It's pretty easy. Um, yeah, and that was really it. First date, I asked her to be my girlfriend, so... I honestly didn't know how it worked because I'd never had a girlfriend before. Um, I also think you did it well. We also, mm, we didn't hang out one-on-one until you asked me out. Like, we probably hung out ten times, maybe a little bit less. Decent amount. Just with friends, with our, like, I was friends with his, I still am friends with his sister, but, like, I was getting to know his she sister does not first. Like my sister. No. That's a joke. We love Maya. Maya. I was... Oh my gosh, I was trying to like become friends with her. I had like met her after church for like a burger or something. And then I had slept over at your house a few times. I remember one time I, I was saying I was hungry and I was having a sleepover with his sister and he like was just sitting in the room with us watching, I think it was like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Yeah. And I mentioned that I was hungry and he's like, oh, you're hungry? Let me go make you something. And I, he was like, how does avocado toast sound? Or something like that. Like, he was like, what do you want? And I asked him for avocado toast, and he came up and he said, I think you brought a, a piece of bread with half an avocado on top, and Just it wasn't... Smashed. No, it wasn't ripe at all. And yeah. you were like, I can't get it. Can I make you something else? And so it was just a very cute so moment. So I made you a peanut butter sandwich, which you then later told me that you actually don't like it at all. Peanut butter jelly? No, just peanut butter sandwich. No, I like peanut butter sandwiches. Not that much, though. Mm, not my favorite, but it was. I was hungry. But looking back now, I just see how much effort you put in. I think it was really sweet and cute. So Try making avocado toast with an unripe Not avocado. easy. But what the moral, not the moral, but the story behind that is that I uh, really value that you didn't hang out with me one-on-one before we started dating. Yeah. Because so. I don't think that's, I think that leaves room for temptation or whatever it may be. I mean, we started dating... October 16th, first time you asked me out, first time, whatever. First time I got flowers from somebody, held hands with a guy. Which she initiated. Which I didn't realize I Big initiated. Move. And then two weeks later, even two weeks later, we kissed. It wasn't even like instantly after. Yeah. I was really paranoid that he was, this is totally okay to be like this, and I want to preface that. But somebody who waits till marriage to kiss, and I wasn't really up for that. So, that's all. So, apparently that would have been a, a deal breaker. No, it wouldn't have been a deal breaker, but it would have been definitely a conversation. Um, anyway, that's our story. That's our origin story, as Macy would like to say. I'm going to keep throwing that in there. And then what do we want to come from this? Yeah, I guess we're going to do a shorter episode. I guess. okay? Yeah, that's okay. totally fine. I think we're just going to do a shorter one um, just because, you know, we're still getting the feel of all this. And whenever this does come out, we want to hear you know, you guys' thoughts on all of it, but what would we like to see come from it? Um, me personally, kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, like just for somebody to have a different view on their relationship with the Lord um, and a different view on their relationship with the person because there's a lot of stuff that I had to fix um, when we were first in a relationship and there's a lot of stuff that I had to get over when we were in our relationship and it wasn't anything that she was doing. It just took me investing myself um, 
into things that were going to benefit our relationship and just getting over that laziness or um, comfortability in that area and getting over my pride. Um, so, and that once we did that, it helped our relationship a ton. Um, and understanding commitment um, in the relationship. And once you understand the commitment side of it, then you're committed to doing other things for that person because you love them so much. Um, but I would love just to see people get closer to Jesus and hear stories about this stuff. And, you know, there doesn't have to be a ton of people listening to this. It's just a way that um, I think we can minister together. Um, and, yeah, like, like we said, I feel like God's calling us to do this and kind of use this outlet in a way. Um, so I would just love to see that all happen. Going off of what you said, I think one of the biggest things I've learned and I'm still really, really, really trying to get better at because I know I'm not great is just sacrificial love. I mean, we have a really good base for it. <laughs> so to try and be better at that and how I serve you and how I love you and swallowing the way I may feel about a certain situation or something you've said just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it's wrong that you said it you know what I'm saying and just swallowing that and moving on because not everything is worth a fight or an emotional time so I think that is probably one of the biggest benefits I've learned from being in a relationship is just the sacrifice of it and how that has grown us as people I mean I think about how much each of us has have matured since we started dating and I just really want to like I want to break down this might sound dramatic but I want to like break down our arguments I want to like go through different stages of our relationship that other people might be going through how we got through it because there was a point in our relationship where I mean I mean what was it like month one we both had a conversation about commitment in the car mm -hmm. from then we had decided we're not going to talk about breaking up because there was that commitment which is, it probably seems early to a lot of people, but... Yeah, it, it was. It depends on the situation with the person, but, like, Macy and I, we have a very unique situation where we haven't been in a relationship with anybody else. We don't have anything to base it on. There's no, um, I don't want to say baggage in a way, but there's, there's nothing, um, it's definitely not baggage, that's not the right <laughs> word at all, that's mean. Um, but there is no other... Comparison. Uh, comparison, yeah, that's what I was looking for. There's no comparison, um, so... All we be, knew was to be committed to each other. Yeah. I think it'd be good to go into the different stages of our relationship, what we did to get through them, and just I want to help guide people to the Lord because it's not super common that you even see that in today's world, sometimes in the church, not always, but sometimes. Uh, but that's my intention. Yep. And I think... <laughs> That's a great intention. Um, that was way better answer than me. No, that's not true. Um, but I just would like to say the sacrificial love part. She is very good at that. So everybody can always improve, but she is very good at that. Um, but thanks for listening. I think that's pretty much it. We're I guess we gotta go now. She doesn't want to go. She was. No, I'm I was super so nervous, nervous about starting this, but now she wants. She doesn't want to get off. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm excited to do the next episode. I don't know what we're going to do it on. Oh, we didn't but... go into what we want to do, though. Oh, really quick? Yep. Is that okay? Yeah. We want to not do, like, Nash has more of the, the, the hmm, theological background 
Pat not background. Sound like I no, went no, to no, seminary. No. no, but he has a lot more knowledge of the Bible. So. Um, but I think we both want to sit down and whether it be like a series over a few podcasts of certain topics or single week topics or having people on, like maybe he'll have a friend on and I'll have a friend on. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just to do just topics as... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This isn't just going to be Relational, relationship-based. I think. I think relationships across the board. Yes. Like you said, friendships, boyfriend, girlfriend, it's whatever. A good, if you want a good podcast that you can listen to about better relationships with other really people, we're going to try our hardest to be that. I want to bring in the Bible in every, like, just base each podcast on some type of scripture and refer to it and talk about it and dissect it and go from there. Because it affects everything we do. It's a good answer. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. This was episode one of the Steel and Velvet Podcast. See you.